Well, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining me today. This is Tony the Kid on the Reject Runout Podcast. Ooh, got some more stuff to discuss. Of course, you chilling with me, Tony the Kid. That's right, it's another chilling with Tony the Kid episode, so don't be alarmed, everybody. Parental advisory is advised as always, so please, parents, are you around the kids? Be careful, turn it down. Kids, if you're around your parents, just say you listen to Disney. Just saying. I don't know. But be careful. <laughs> now, diving in today, of course, what topic at hand can Tony the Kid talk about again? Differently. What's next? What do we have? Tell me now. Well, everybody, everyone knows that I don't like David Ayer. Okay? I don't like his work. I didn't like what he brought to the table when he made Suicide Squad with Jared Leto as Joker. Emily, I don't know what her name is, uh, for Harley Quinn. Will Smith, this dead shot. Who else did he bring on the table? The other guys, basically. Okay? Everybody on the table. That basically version. Oh, Viola Davis. Gotta give respect. Viola freaking Davis. As detect uh, Amanda Waller. Okay? Phenomenal pick. Only woman at hand I would ever choose to be that particular character. She is Amanda Waller. Never, ever in the world could anybody pick differently. Well, let me explain to you guys on what the heck crap movie brought us the Suicide Squad. Now, obviously, when it first came out and the first trailers that were dropping by gave us the the indication, sorry, the indication that we were going to receive more scenes of Jared Leto, the Joker, right? Now, in my mind, it's me knowing the Suicide Squad, and any DC comic book fan I think out there at this moment right now, can say he doesn't really belong in the Suicide Squad, nor near it so much. Yes, we all know when Harley Quinn is basically involved, there is or will be a Joker reference. There will be maybe a Joker appearance here and there. Maybe. But the emphasis on that particular character should not be there at all. That's not the Suicide Squad. So when this first was announced, I wasn't expecting so much of Joker. I was thinking maybe mm, uh, just a few scenes here and there. But, you know, it's cool. Cool. Hopefully, in my mind, like I said, hopefully it's only a few scenes. It just gives more respect to the other characters, the time and place for them to shine. Because as a group of the Suicide Squad, they're basically a group of hooligans, you may say, <clears throat> brought together by Amanda Waller, given this, you know, blow the head up chip type of thing in their head and neck, that they all try to transpire and take it out of them, right? They don't like the chip, 
They don't like control, which is why they're villains and why they're in trouble, why they're in jail. So, you know, th- thus begins, the you know, the whole plan to get the chips out of their necks so they can live and not have to be controlled by Amanda Waller. And whatever suicide mission she has assigned to them in order to, if it goes well, it's the government. If it goes to shit, it's the, it's the bad guys, it's the villains. So, we get a bunch of these characters brought to life. Um, and let's be honest. They, the first one they kept in mind to the original comic book, the original characters, which makes sense. It's a good idea. I like the characters. The group of characters they picked around was good. Now, obviously, they should have brought out King Shark. The first go around, but I'm actually really happy that he wasn't brought around the first go around. I'm really happy Sylvester Stallone decided decided to come on board, voice King Shark in the second film with James Gunn, because James Gunn saved the Suicide Squad. Yes, saved the Suicide Squad. Why you say that? I might ask, or that you may ask. Of course, I'll, I'll explain why. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So we did, we get this little crap show <clears throat> of the Suicide Squad, which again, like I said, the characters are phenomenal. The choice of actors in that film and actresses were actually on spot on. They were spot fucking on. Okay, I would not change now watching that movie. Will Smith is dead shot. Harley Quinn's character, Inferno's character, no way in the world would I ever change that guy's character. I would not change Boomerang. I would not change Rick Flagg. I would not change whoever portrayed Amanda Waller, of course. Who else at hand? Oh, uh, Killer Croc. Now, let's put it this way. I wouldn't change the voice actor, okay? The person who portrayed Killer Croc. But I would say... That you should have animated him just like you did King Shark. Just like you did King Shark. Animate him. It should have been that way. Because we all know he looks like baby Killer Shark. Killer Croc, I mean. How small he is. How lizard-like he looks more than anything. Should have been more ferocious. Let's put it that way. All right, and most of the characters on there were obviously characters that Batman faced the most. Deadshot went one a couple times one on one with freaking Batman. Harley Quinn definitely went on one on one with Batman. Killer Croc definitely went on one with with uh, Batman. So it's like you know you really kind of added more of 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 a Batman theme type of situation here, and it's like all right. DC, we get it. You're milking the fucking hell out of the cow. Alright? So stop. Chill. Pick some other characters. You can... These other characters from other DC villains, you could definitely bring them like, like Mirror Man. You could have brought Mirror Man and them or some bitch. You definitely could involve... I don't, I don't know. Some other motherfucking bitches. You could involve a bunch of other people. So it does... It just... Come on. 
And then your whole plot was for Enchantress, right? Now, yes, I give it to you. Pretty creepy. I give it to you. Pretty creepy. But again, it's just... It, it, it was awkwardly weird for that to come about. And everyone can agree that the way the story was told was like a subpar story. It just seemed lazy writing. It seemed lazy as hell, David. It didn't seem right at all. Something wasn't connecting. I don't think that the actors were connected to the story. They were more connected to the character, which they freaking killed it. If it wasn't for them doing a phenomenal job as these characters in the, in this movie, that it wouldn't have been somewhat successful, somewhat okay to rewatch again and again. Because I can rewatch that Suicide Squad again and again. But the one character you had most control over and a fucking vision for this character, the right actor to portray the character, as we found out in fucking Zack Snyder's Nightmare on the his version of Justice League, you had the right actor for that role. But instead, you fuck up the vision. When the hell did Joker wear tattoos? When the hell did Joker have a grill? When the hell did Joker have a fucking... A fucking mafia... Not even a mafia gang. Fucking uh, gang gang. Like, like he grew up in the... Like, it's just stupid. It's stupid. It was stupid. It was stupid. Which then ruins the whole fucking movie. And then your whole vision of the... And Tragic's brother looks like a fucking weak ass version of Iron Man. Or at that Thor Buster in the fucking first movie. Like, where the hell were we? What, what, what? Like, okay. You cannot tell me now that that was. I give it to DC. Maybe they saved us. From fucking David Ayer's cut. Because it doesn't seem like anything changed. Except for the costume design. Which again for the brother. Still looks fucking stupid. It looks like a broke ass. Steppenwolf. It really does. Broke ass Steppenwolf. That's what he looks like. And your vision for Joker. Was to add more idiotic drawings on his face have you guys not seen the recent Instagram posts that are flying by if you haven't take a look at the reject run on timeline and I share that some bitch and I put in fucking big red titles no 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 why the fuck would you keep doing that shit to the guy you're making him look stupid you're making them look stupid. You're making them look dumb, idiot. Making, it just looks fucked the fuck up. That's right, I said it. Fuck the fuck up. That's what you're making it look like. 
Why in the world were you given permission to do that? Which again, now I'm starting to believe that DC was actually right in this and said, David, if you do not fix this guy, you will never ever return to a DC film again. And at that, we're never ever going to release your fucking stupid David Ayer cut. You had the right fucking actor, dude. We can definitely see it. You had... The the reject team here had... When we watched this movie, we can clearly see that Jared Leto has a potential to be a great Joker. By watching those scenes that you fucked up, still, on your... In, in, in the edited version... You still had that feeling like he could be a great Joker. You and if no one believes me, look at Nightmare. Look at look at like Zack Snyder's Justice League on HBO Max. Fast forward that summage almost towards the end of the movie, and you see his glimpse of Nightmare. And the one character that we were really excited for, that made us want to see more of that, was Jared Leto's, Zack Snyder's vision of the Joker. That fucking Joker, if that did not give you goosebumps, if that did not make you realize what could have happened if you had a fucking scene with him and Batfleck in a freaking series or a movie... I don't know what else could because that was fucking awesome. That was great. That right there is exactly why Zack Snyder needs to get his ass back up in DC, help the franchise continue to bloom after this fucking this phenomenal great movie that you made and fix the fucking wrong. Produce and tell these some bitches how they're supposed to look like, especially David Dumbass Air. Zach, you should have. Oh, Lord. You, Zach, you should have went up to freaking his face and said, David, if you do not change his tattoos, if you do not fucking take that grill away, if you stop with all this stupid fucking ridiculous shit. Zach would have been, I'm going to put your ass in the choco so fast. Just, oh, lordy, lordy. You, it felt like you were back at WrestleMania. So, I, and I get it. Some fans, some fans may like the costume design, may like, you know, this or that. But I can tell you it's some. It's not the majority. The majority is, what the fuck, David? Switch it back. Give him the original. Look at fucking Joaquin Phoenix's version of the Joker. Who, what the fuck was that? That was a great one. Heath Ledger's. Had a, had the fucking smear makeup. He didn't have the all clean makeup. He didn't have the clear all white body. 
like Joker actually does in the animated series or cartoons, comic books. That boy just had face paint, scarred face that shows a smile, and he made it fucking work. Simple, but perfect. Hugh Jackman's legendary vision of the Joker. Make him again on a smile on his face like he's smiling, of course. Has to wear makeup in order to show that he's wearing somewhat of a regular skin color. But in reality, he's literally all white. So, I, David, I don't know. I don't know if you get your cut. I highly don't recommend it. People, I really don't recommend a David Ayer cut because it ain't going to change anything. I still, It's still going to be a fucking shit show when the shit comes out, either on movie theaters, if you decide to put it there, or even with HBO Max. It's going to bomb again. It's not going to be good. It's not going to change. Ain't nothing fucking different. Nothing. Ain't nothing different. The story would have still kept it as Enchantress being the fucking main villain. All of a sudden. Then you end up getting the fucking retarded. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm used to the 90s vision of talking to people. And that came out. I apologize. You're used to fucking stupid. The stupid brother there. The image of that ridiculous lifelike of a fucking tribal pole even like you just disrespected that why I don't know I don't know I, I swear to God I swear you now that this this is stupid this is dumb why we have to sit there and prom- why he has to keep promoting himself why we think he should have that fucking air cut I never in the world would I ever suggest an air cut I don't want to see it. I don't care to see it. I think it shouldn't be seen. Never in the world. Never. And the other rejects, it's like they're probably agree the same way. Never. All right, ladies and gents. Well, I got to go, man. This is getting me heated up, of course, as you guys could tell. And I got to dip out before I start really saying what I really feel. (laughs) Well, you guys have a good day. Take care of yourselves. Truly appreciate everybody joining me on the Reject Rundown podcast here. With me, Tony the Kid. Appreciate it. I hope you guys have a good day. Take care of yourselves. Make sure you guys are good. Don't forget to... Subscribe to us, of course, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I believe we're also on YouTube, of course, like always. <laughs> and Apple Podcasts around the world, everybody. Well, make sure you guys be safe. Take care of yourselves again. Thank you all for joining me today. You guys have yourself a good one. Take care.